Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the Donna and Steve Show, Monday edition. Oh, nice. Thanks, Steve. You got that calendar on lock, girlfriend. You got it. Woo! It's a beautiful day. Beautiful day. I mean, does it not feel like late September, early October out there? Yeah, yeah. I love it. When Me I, too. When I found out what the temperature was going to oh. be today, I go, what? And it's just it's like high in the upper 60s. We're going to hit, I think, 90 midweek, but who cares? It'll go back down. I think we've got a nice stretch of weather coming at us. And this, we were walking the dog this morning, and I just smelled. And I said, doesn't it feel like October right now? This is just so cozy. Donna, you're showing me something on your phone. 57 degrees. Currently? I didn't even know. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Isn't it funny how if you don't (laughs) pay attention to a forecast, and if you primarily just work indoors, you can kind of not experience the weather. Right. Even when it's bitter cold. Exactly. I remember uh, a day last week when it was really hot. I had just come home from work and my neighbor was like, aren't you hot? And I go, well, it's cold at work. Oh, it's so cold at work. It takes like two hours to warm up when you get home. (laughs) It is pretty chilly, but I'd rather be chilly than hot any day. Me and you both. Hey, you know, we just mentioned that um, the, the champ... The first family dog of the Bidens passed away. How old was Champ? 13. 13. Yeah. Donna? Yeah. They say it can be cathartic and cleansing and healing to cry. It's like an expression of emotion. Sure. I've heard of it. I have pulled up right now, if you give permission, what I think is one of the most emotional scenes in movie history. No, Steve. Well, can I at least talk about it? Sure. Just hear me out. Everybody knows the movie Marley and Me. And Marley, we actually watched this with our kids before we surprised them with the dog last September. And as we were watching the video, I remember at the end of the movie, my daughter said, I don't know if I want a dog because Marley is bat, poo, cray, cray. Like nuts. Very poorly trained. Yeah. Yeah. Very poorly trained. All of that goes away, though, whenever they realize that it's time for them to put Marley down. And there is just the scene of Owen Wilson. Wow. It's just so... <laughs> in- <laughs> he just, the only reason he's doing the story is so, so he can do, do an impression. Owen Wilson. <laughs> wow. No. <laughs> it's just... That's, all I, that's the only thing I can do of Owen Wilson is wow. Um, but it is so emotional. And it got me years ago when I watched it, and then recently when I saw it, and then I just watched about 10 seconds of it on mute, and I thought, oh, Lord, what he does is Marley is laying out on the bed. Oh, God. They're I've never seen this movie Oh like, my purpose. word! Don't. Owen Wilson then, wow. He buries <laughs> his head, like, into the side of the dog, and just, you know, the dog is just laying there, tired, it's on its way out. I'm going to kill just you. lays his head like it's a pillow, and it is just this sweetest... And then he goes on to say, like, all those things that we said, you were the worst dog, you weren't, you were the best dog. And he's, it's very 
Very good. Do you want to listen to a little? No! I'm starting to cry as I talk I'm about it. I'm starting to cry too. Why are you starting let's our just, Monday off like this? Let's just let's just do it. Don, press oh. play. Let's listen to about 45 seconds of uh, this. Remember how we were always saying what a pain you are? You're the world's worst dog. Don't believe it. Don't believe it even for a minute. Because you know we couldn't find a better dog. Oh my god, I'm gonna kill you! Great dog. When do you want me to cut this? Now! No matter what. That's an amazing thing. Steve! What's no. the matter with you? Let's not. You're in timeout. He, and the, <laughs> the scene, it's actually when he doesn't say anything, which is almost even more emotional. When he just lays on this dog at the beginning, it is just like so tender. That it's just did. such a sweet little moment. I, I had to go into the mode where if I'm scared when I'm watching a horror movie, mm-hmm. I, Donna has tears streaming down her face. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah. This is good. I have to this, go into filmmaker to mode where I'm like, I am the cameraman. I'm filming this scene, and it's not real. <laughs> oh. I was trying to think of like weird things, like you... your parents having sex or something. Oh, oh my, my god! god. <laughs> and that even made wait. You now cry. that's getting me to tear up. Yeah, <laughs> crying for different reasons. Oh, you suck. Anyway, it's R. good. R. This is cathartic. Champ. Oh my gosh! They're talking about getting a cat. I think. Oh well, that would be really sad. <laughs> if that was the now next. Steve's crying. <laughs> God, oh, oh you're the worst, man. Listen, this is for all the times that you start singing butterfly kisses <laughs> or talk about Father the Bride. That's fair. That is fair. Um, hey, big update from the uh, oh, oh, did and you happy guys... Father's Day by the way. Steve. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, speaking of Father's Day, did you see the incredible sports story over the weekend? I saw it, was... it this morning. Golfer John Rahm, who you remember we talked about on the show a couple of weeks ago. He was the golfer who had a six-stroke lead, huge lead, going into the final round of the Memorial Tournament. This is just a couple of weeks ago. And he was notified after he completed round three, he was a runaway favorite to win this tournament, that he had been in contact with someone with COVID and he had to enter the protocol and immediately disqualify from the was disqualified from the tournament. Uh you see him like rest his hands on te- his knees. Did he test positive? I don't know. If he I did think he test did. Positive. I think that's did what they whispered positive? to him was like you're positive oh, for COVID, okay. and they were like, okay, skid marks. Bye. So then, hands on his knees, just doubled over the gut punch of I was just about to win a tournament, which is so difficult to do, and now I have to withdraw. He came back from three strokes down yesterday in the U.S. Open, one of golf's four big majors, so a really big deal. Came back from three strokes down, including going birdie, birdie, a very strong way to finish a round of golf. He did this, won his first ever major, did it at Torrey Pines, a uh, course in San Diego, California, where he won his first ever golf tournament and where he proposed to his now wife and the mother of their baby, who is less than a year old, who he immediately picked up. So he won the tournament. At the course where he won his first tournament, where he proposed on Father's Day with his new baby. After being disqualified two weeks before. It was incredible. Had they written it in a movie, you would have been like, this is a bit on the nose here, guys. No one's going to believe this. It's a little heavy-handed. It was such a cool story. That is really, really cool. How old is this guy? He is, oh, probably in his early 30s. Okay. 
And what is a birdie? Can you tell? Yeah, a birdie is. I was going to explain that, but then I was like, I'm going to get. This is going to be mansplaining. No, not at all. Okay, Uh, a birdie is if it's like a that's one under. So that's when if it's a par four hole, which is your standard hole, you get it in the hole with three three strokes. And you want lowest score wins in golf. So anytime you get negative one off your score, it's a good thing. So he went birdie, birdie, which means he was one behind, ended up one in front, beat the uh, runner up by one stroke. So he needed to get those last two holes. Very dramatic. Very cool. I also got a new automatic coffee pot for Father's Day. Oh, did she hear you talking about it? She must have. It made getting up today at 5 a.m. a breeze by comparison, knowing that this coffee pot was ready had already brewed me coffee and it looks like a stormtrooper it's just <laughs> so cool how it, we love the look of it it's up on my in an insta story if you want to see it but it's uh feeling good week two of the 5 a.m challenge feeling good you know what's also on this instagram story is a very heartfelt um confused video of him having anxiety in the morning that i think everybody should watch it's a different side of steve where he's talking about how yeah. He was feeling anxious, and he didn't really know why, and he was trying to sort that out. Yeah, I, I think uh, that's good. You should do things like that. Steve. Yeah. Thanks. Um, I, you know, when I like did it, I was like, oh, this is weird. Because I'm typically it's just clown boy over there, but um, it, it, people were so kind, and like a lot of people, you know, it's funny when you say something, you'll have so many people who reach out and say that was just the thing I needed to hear today because i was going through that as well so that's what the the fun about the the 30-day challenge is i'm doing it video diary style and so it's allowing me to just sort of process whatever's on my mind that given day early in the morning so it's fun i love it i love it i love it i love love it it. when we Um, come back we got some things that make you go huh you want to do that next sure and then at 11 30 today it's a money monday amazon prime day might look a little differently kicks off today we'll get into that Uh, all sorts of fun coming up on the donna and steve show on my talk Hey, big shout out to our friends at Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast. Yes, Chill Boys is local. They make really comfortable and cooling men's underwear. The fabric is breathable and flexible because it's made from bamboo with a little smidge of spandex. And you could get a great deal right now on your first purchase. Yeah, you go to chillboys.com and then use the promo code MYTALK when you're there. What will await you besides a great deal? How about the most comfortable fabric that you will ever put over your nether regions? You need to believe me when I tell you that because it's true. I've tried all sorts of different kinds, including some really big names out there that say we have the most comfortable. Nay, said the horse, you do not. The Chill Boys are so comfortable. They're made of this bamboo fabric, which is just like made up of cumulonimbus clouds. It feels so good. (laughs) It is so cool. And my groin has been super happy with me ever since I made the switch. Good to know. Great for biking, (laughs) hiking, fishing, working out. No wedgies, no chafing, no odor. You guys, you got to try these. Go to chillboys.com. Don't forget to use that promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. I couldn't believe it. Hey, good morning and welcome back. You're listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. You can tell it's a Monday because I'm dropping things. And no. What do you mean? Bumping into stuff. What do you mean? What do I mean? What do you mean? What are you just dropping like staplers and stuff? Physical um, things? I have a highlighter in my hands that flung and I hit myself in the face with Is the microphone. Paranormal? Yeah. Oh. Oh, Dawn, don't. Uh, you know, the yeah. lights blink in there. <laughs> that is true. Working on that. All right. On with the show. Everybody likes Bitcoin talk because we don't get it. Is this we non-fungible? Get it, we get, it's not non-fungible oh, token news. damn it. Oh. It, technically. <laughs> Bitcoin isn't non-fungible? 
Uh, oh no 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 no! Non fungible is like, hey, here's my text. You do we have the uh, Do we have the uh, the open? Because Don, you I haven't don't. heard it. Oh. Um, Rocco put together a non fungible so token good. news intro for us, and it's my favorite. It has me now seeking out non fungible token news just for an excuse. Let's see Rocco's board to here. play it. I'm going to read another one. You, you got it? Yep, here we go. Alrighty. Is something fungible? No, it's not fungible. It looks so fungible to me. <laughs> no, it's not. Second thought, maybe it's fungible. Let's ask Donna and Steve. <laughs> Time to talk non-fungible tokens with NFT experts Donna Valentine <laughs> and Steve Patterson. <laughs> the units of data. They make the techies chatter, that's in. My friend, I'll tell you, women and men, it's those non fungible. Runs with lunchables. Tokens and <laughs> <laughs> oh the, the 18 that wheeler be, horn. It's my be, favorite intro he's yeah. ever done. Yeah, I mean, I really do like our um, taste TV taste test one that he just did, but that oh. is. The, he's on fire. Just because. It was great. The, the only thing that we gave him was. Non fungible token news. Yeah, so you wanted Bum. it like an old timey. Yes. Con- uh, uh, you know. We wanted some of the uh, ragtimey vibes, uh, and I think that's we mentioned. And this is new stuff. Got is it. it fungible? Is it a lunchable? And he <laughs> ran with it. We love it. Anyway, so now we're going to shoehorn this bit of Bitcoin. Donna, do we have the stinger ready? Oh for yeah. After this. Oh sure. What? Okay, great. Uh, first, let me read this bit to you. Uh, not technically non-fungible token news, but it'll work on a Monday. The first Bitcoin purchase was on May 22nd, 2010, when a developer bought two pizzas for 10,000 Bitcoin. What? Now that would be worth those two pizzas purchased for $360 million. Kick it. Oh, okay, sorry, I missed Let it. Let me do it again. Stop it. Okay, go ahead. Let me do it again. I didn't have the camera on. Okay, go ahead. Now, that would be worth around $360 million. There you be. The news on NFTs. They're so non-fungible. My John's non-fungible. Now you know the deal on NFTs. Let's just <sighs> calm down, Rocco. Here's, a, here's, here's what's to our advantage right now, showing Don. off. He is showing off. And we have long said, we'll come up with an idea on the air. We'll say, oh, we should reach out to Rocco. Yeah, and then what happens? And then See a like, squirrel? Well, yeah. Forget. Now <laughs> we have him. Hear the response. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's from you guys immediately. I mean, listen, I don't know how long we get to keep Rocco. I hope it's for a long time, but however long it is, we're going to try to squeeze as many intros and little bits out of him as is humanly possible amen uh let's go to this now movie news kind of sort of stan lee remember stan lee he put up he put a hyphen in the name spider-man because he didn't want people confusing him with superman say it again Go back to spider-man all right stan lee put a hyphen Hyphen. in the name spider-man because he didn't want people confusing him with Superman. Okay. Yeah, all you had to do is say there's a hyphen. 
Okay, got it. I said that the I first time. I know, but I, I just I thought you were going somewhere else with it, so I kind no. of was just like, blah, 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 blah. Oh. <laughs> Hey, listen, just because you're dropping things today doesn't give you an excuse to lash out at me. Okay, sorry. I blew Haven't up. we talked about that in our group therapy? Yes, we have. Every single person has face mites living on their face right now. They're microscopic. They're currently swimming around in the oil on your pores, and they're even having relations no, in order to... No, No, that's true. I Trust me, I edited the phrasing. Oh, Lord. On your face to reproduce. What about the other mites that are all over your body? Are they different? Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, whatever. That's not... Based in fact, that answer, that was a, yep. Yeah, you were it's just, okay. He was no just trying to get away with it. Uh, what if that's what we are to like the giant <gasps> elephant oh. back that we're all living on? Oh, oh the, wow. mi- the microcosm on the macrocosm. Yeah. And they, they it's say. Like here is a who. They're on you right now, and many of them are hosting a radio show. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, I don't want to know that. Oh. This is kind of fascinating. In movies like Selma about Martin Luther King Jr., none of the speeches featured are real. Why? The reason is Steven Spielberg owns the movie rights to the life story of Martin Luther King Jr. and owns the rights to all of those actual speeches in movie form as well. They were purchased in 2009. Spielberg apparently still has them, even though that MLK movie that he purchased the rights for still has not been made. Interesting. Oh. Ten, my friends, I can't get non-fungible token news out of my head now. <laughs> Song of the summer, maybe? <laughs> it's impossible. Oh, oh, wow. Unbelievable. When the Hindenburg crashed in 1937, 62 of the 97 people on board survived, and the last survivor died at age 92, in the year 2014, at the time, he was a 14-year-old assistant on the Hindenburg oh when God. it exploded. So now, there are no survivors. Wow. That was yeah. so tragic. I didn't realize that that many people survived. I didn't either. I thought everybody died. Man. Which would be her preference, since she liked no! death. No! You like death. No. No. <laughs> I just, I, that's amazing. That is amazing that that many people came out of it. And mm. now we dance. Uh-huh. So. Uh-huh. Feeling good. Uh-huh. I watched most of the premiere of Kevin Can F Himself on wow. AMC last night. And I will tell you what I thought. Okay. This is the one with Annie Murphy from Sheets Creek. And, um... It's quite the interesting show. I don't know that there's anything quite like it. I'll tell you why. Coming up next on my talk. It's easy to bail on a workout, but it's hard to bail on a friend. That's why I like the idea of a workout buddy. Somebody that can keep you accountable, push you a little bit to lift more, run a little bit faster, or try a new exercise. Right now, The Y is offering $10 enrollment with no dues until August if you join by June 30th. So you and a friend can sweat, stretch, strengthen, and yes, you can save together too. Join now at ymcanorth.org. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. I was very excited, you guys, to watch 
a new show on AMC. Oh, cool. Called Kevin Can F Himself. Okay. Okay, so, um, because Annie Murphy from Sheets Creek uh, Mm -hmm. is in this, and I knew that she was going to be playing a very different kind of role, and I, I, it's very confusing. I'm still trying to figure out exactly what's going on. So this show is on AMC, I guess I would call it a dark comedy. Yeah. And the problem is the, the, what do you call a premiere the first time something comes out? The pilot. So the pilot was two hours long. Uh -uh. But you mostly feel like you're watching a Kevin Can Wait episode. Yeah, it's like a parody of it. Four episodes in a row. Yeah. 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 That's what I thought the intent was when I read about this. Yeah. uh, Coming to AMC. So I watched 75 minutes of it. I started the second hour and i went i don't think i could sit through another whole hour of this um the acting is great i think the it's very creative so it's basically oh my gosh you're watching a sitcom right just a regular old sitcom and then at times so it goes from this multi-camera kind of very cheerful in color kind of uh set situation she walks into the kitchen or outside and then she turns into like this dark like the lighting gets really dim and then the the narrative becomes very dark and bleak and so it's kind of like real life versus sitcom life but she's not an actress in a sitcom it's just the way they present it does this sound a little like wandavision to you at all, Steve? I guess. Uh, having not seen it, but kind of, sort of, in that they're stepping in and then breaking the fourth wall of a sitcom Okay. as time goes on. And this one, she's not breaking the the fourth wall. Is that what it is? The fourth wall? Mm-hmm. She's not breaking the fourth wall. She's never talking to the camera. She's okay. just experiencing life in a different way, in a darker way. I think we have someone on the line. We do. We have Dawn on the phone with us and uh, has a different, well, not a different opinion, but wants to share from an older demographic. Okay. <laughs> as oh, you wonderful. put it. Dawn, Go ahead. good morning. Hi. 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 <laughs> I know it sounds kind of weird when I said I'm old, but, you know, different different age groups see things differently. And... um I don't know. I thought it was kind of funny, but it it goes into her dark side at the same time. Um, and I'm just wondering, well, it's probably, well, it, it, it's not a spoiler. I'm wondering if she's going to kill him, if she really will, or if it's just always in her thoughts and how unhappy she is. And she gets nobody, nobody on her side. Everybody seems to be against her. Hmm. Because Kevin's such a great guy. Like, he, Steve, he's kind oh, of Oh, yeah, like- he's. He's yeah, like he's Steve Patterson, <laughs> you know, he's just like, woo! Wait, he gets killed at the yeah, end of no, this? No, he doesn't get killed. I mean, no, no. you don't know, though, no, don't apparently. Know. It's, yeah. in, it's in her head. It's, she, she goes, it goes from like a regular, t- you know, right now, and then the, the screen actually darkens, and you know you're in her mind. Oh, I like And how this. she's okay. thinking. Yeah. And sometimes there's yeah, a buzzing it's, it's, going on in her head. I think it's going to be good. I'm going to keep watching it. Um, I just couldn't I do too. two hours in a row. That's like watching you, four sitcoms back to back to back to back. Dawn, did you finish the yeah, whole well, thing? I 
Yeah, I did both both hours, and um, the second hour was I just I it kind of explained everything more in the second hour, and again, like I say, it goes into her mind and what she's thinking and mm-hmm. what. I don't think she'll really do it, but it's like, okay, is she going to? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's good. It's good. It's kind of a drama comedy mystery. So it's kind of like they're know. challenging the whole sitcom vibe of everything is perfect and happy, and it can be wrapped mm-hmm. up in thirty minutes. Exactly. Uh, it's I like not that. Father knows best. Yes. Right. Right. <laughs> and, and I was wondering how many people out there see the, their house as um, Archie Bunker's house. Oh, does it have that kind That's of a vibe? Archie Bunker's huh? house. You, oh. you walk in that front door. Oh, that yes. is Archie Bunker's it house. It does look furniture. like that. Donna, That's interesting. G- give Don a little Edith real quick, will you? Oh, oh, oh Archie! <laughs> That's <laughs> just you. for you, Don. Don, thank you for Bye, the call. You guys. Love you guys. We love, we love you. you too. Thank you so much for listening. Um. Okay. So, yeah, I think basically she's saying what every wife is thinking. <laughs> when she walks out of this the kitchen, idiot. okay, honey, I'll get your beer, and then walks into the kitchen and then, I'm and then smash the bottle and stab you with it. Pretty much, Steve. Pretty much. But again, uh, it's called Kevin Can Bleep Himself, <laughs> and it's on AMC, and it's it's pretty clever. It's 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 really interesting. I mean, it goes real dark. Like she starts doing some stuff that you're like, whoa, why are you doing that? I just want to make sure I'm understanding it correctly too. Uh, is anyone on this show, did anybody work on Kevin Can Wait, the now defunct mm, sitcom of Kevin good James? Question. I really thought that the neighbor was the woman from Kevin Can Wait, but it's a different actress. Because the, the, the title obviously also is a play on everything that happened with that Kevin James sitcom where they fired the actress the actress that right. was the wife and then they brought in leah remini to replace her yeah that was kind of like, okay we know that it worked for the other show but how she didn't even really know and then it was canceled because mm. of the bad press after that yeah yeah so um That's yeah why i won't do a sitcom steve i want you to see this <laughs> and can you, for no other reason you'll enjoy the accents because they're from Worcester, Massachusetts. Oh, fun. And they're all about, you know, rooting for the home team. And they're super um, kind of mayor of Easttown kind of. Murder, dirt, or wooder. Always have a beer in their hands. You yeah. know, always just drinking. I'm still thinking about your friend, Donna, speaking of mayor of Easttown, who said, <laughs> who complimented Kate Winslet's wardrobe. I know. I just, and I kept saying to her, I'm like, for real? Like, I didn't know she was being sarcastic. She's like, oh, my God, I love her clothes because it's not just like a flannel. <laughs> it's a really expensive flannel. Like, if you look sure, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, uh, okay, yeah. we can oh go that angle gosh. if you like. I feel like I need to know this person. <laughs> you do. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Anyway, um, so you could check that out. And also I checked out, this was on a recommendation from a friend. I checked out, um, Colin Quinn had a, I think it was an off-Broadway show called Red State, Blue State. Mm-hmm. And so they put it on Netflix and the timing could not be any better. This was, I believe it was from a year ago. And obviously, it's about how divided our country is right now. So I guess his thing is we might as well laugh about it. 
And he's got all these great observations that um, are super funny. You know, you can laugh about yourself in this presentation. Uh, By the way, Colin Quinn, in case you don't remember, he was probably best known for SNL. Hey, did Weekend Update, I feel like it was late 90s, maybe into the early 2000s. And then didn't he host Remote Control on MTV, I believe? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, so he was like, there's, you and I were talking this morning, Steve, there is like, he's like Mr. Krabby Pants. But, but likable. Very likable. He's not like, like Kenny. Uh, so Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but not um oh goodness. Is it Lewis Black? Yeah. Yes. Love him he, too. He is more just outright overtly over the top cranky. Yeah. Where right. you know, and not necessarily likable. Like he's very funny, but he doesn't have the likable quality that shines through, whereas Colin Quinn is a little softer. Like a teddy bear with an edge. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, he's talking about how the country seems like we're on the verge of a civil war. Then he's got some great one-liners following that. But then he doesn't, there's no favoring one side or the other. It's oh, just so he's even-handed. That's good. Absolutely. And very, very, um, very funny in his observations, for sure. So you can check that out. It is on Netflix called Colin Quinn, Red State, Blue State. And it's kind of cool because you, it's almost like they, I'm sure they did, recorded it on stage. And the way he comes in and the way he goes out is very cool. Check it out. What yeah. does he like not exit or stage left? He comes or? in from a, underneath the floor on a, uh, on a platform. Yeah, down. does he shoot out like MC Hammer? Or <laughs> yeah. What's going like on? Garth, now you gotta just tell us like, how he comes out. A Garth Brooks concert. No, you have to watch it. No, I don't want to watch it. I'm not going to give the, it away. <sighs> Give it away now. Give it away. He drops in from the ceiling. Yeah, is it in harness? I've always asked for a harness situation. I want to come into Twin Six Live, but I want it to stop where only like my ribs (laughs) down are in frame. And you should be wearing a Peter Pan outfit. Yeah, that's it. It's stitch left. Hey, do we have a few more days of listener rewards? We should mention that, huh? Yes. Are we still going strong with that? Will we just just keep giving out the love? I think so. This is wonderful. Check it out. Um, definitely check out our new app because uh, we want to reward you with $1,000 Sun Country Airline vouchers. That's or a big a voucher. Deal. That's huge. Here's what you got to do. Just get registered. You can do that on MyTalks Listener Rewards. Then just open the app and enter daily throughout the month of June. That's a big prize, guys. You could win that 1000 bucks from Sun Country. More info at MyTalk1071.com. Keyword rewards. Woo! So I saw a story over the weekend about a former Twin Cities reporter who basically turned on her employer live on the air, resulting in her termination. I'll tell you about that, who it is. And uh, also four kids in one year for this person. We'll tell you who it is when we come back. And if you see something, say something on my talk. Welcome back to the show, the Donna and Steve show on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Wait till you get a load of this. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Uh, maga. <laughs> what happened? So I came across this story about a former reporter from here in the Twin Cities. Mm. You might remember Ivory Hecker. 
She went on to work in Houston and she just went viral for claiming during a live local news broadcast in Houston that Fox was muzzling her. And so this was supposed to be a story about the heat. And she's on. She brought the heat. Right? Mm, she she's, so she's on uh, on the scene. I don't know where some guy's fixing an air conditioner or something. And the anchor throws it to her. And then you can take a listen to how that went Outages down. across the region. Fox 26 reporter Ivory Hecker is live in Montgomery County to take a look at that aspect. Thanks, guys. That's right. Before we get to that story, I want to let you, the viewers, know that Fox Corp has been muzzling me to keep certain information from you, the viewers. And from what I'm gathering, I am not the only reporter being subjected to this. I am going to be releasing some recordings about what goes on behind the scenes at Fox because it applies to you, the viewers. I found a nonprofit journalism group called Project Veritas. It's going to help put that out tomorrow so tune into them but as for this heat wave across texas you can oh see what God, it's doing that's my favorite part units. <laughs> this one broken down as we oh, oh. my gosh hey take, so, take a look behind me you can see what these air conditioners are up to though meanwhile <laughs> meanwhile everyone's like cut her off cut her yeah. off in the control room oh my gosh this, well, listen, there are li- live mics. You always have the power, I suppose, until somebody turns your mic off or right. cuts the feed. Oh, my Dawn, what gosh. are your thoughts on this? Oh, my gosh. Well, if she approached the station with her concerns and they rejected it and she found them to be really unethical... Hey, I applaud her. I say, what a hero. She is whistleblower. It looks like from this report what she had a problem with. Steve, get ready for it. Oh. So the editorial choice of the news director, he did not want to do stories about Bitcoin during the 5 p.m. newscast. Mm -hmm. And this is on record because she has him recorded saying, Bitcoin for poor African-American audience at five, it's probably not going to play. Oh, my God. He says that on the video. So horribly racist. And then um, some other things involving COVID-19 that are a little more complicated. And controversial. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's you want to show both sides always to be fair on a newscast right. i wow she's very courageous for doing this i don't i'm sure she knew her job was going bye bye too once she yeah. opens her her mouth mm-hmm. right yeah yep um yeah the other thing had to do with a doctor and that yeah. uh, high hydroxychloroquine you know that there has been controversy over whether that can be used as a treatment for covid19 but she had interviewed a doctor about it and she wanted to do this story um, the doctor seems a little interesting. Yeah. Overall, I'm not sure about that part, but certainly the comments made about not doing a story based on the audience being mm-hmm. African-American is, uh, that's uncalled for. Yeah, I right. I mean, he has a choice to, he's the news director, I don't work in news, but that's blatant racism. Well, and apparently all those recordings now are with that group, that nonprofit group, Project, Project Veritas. Veritas. Um, so mm, I wonder if anyone will 
I wonder if she'll work again in news. I bet, but probably probably not mainstream news. Which is sad. You know, that would be my guess. I don't know. It's funny because to your point, Don, if you're a whistleblower, you really, you then have future employers who just think this. I don't know if I want to run the risk of somebody running a recorder during one of our meetings, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, justified or is unjustified, no matter where you fall on that, how you, what you think her actions were, sure. then they feel a little liability probably. Whereas if she went to, I don't know about this project Veritas, but if she found a place that was like that, our angle is we're going to tell you stories that we don't think mainstream media is allowing you to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like you know? a fringe network like this if she could yeah. find a job but i wish that she people would just trust that it, trust that they're being ethical yeah and that they're you know if if things come up they're addressing them and acknowledging it yeah yeah wow yeah, it's, it's it's tough but still i think she did the right thing <laughs> it was i well i certainly applaud her conviction yeah and then to say and i could get it you can and you can debate all day if you feel like these two things were what she should the hill that she should die on or not but to have a conviction about something if you then have taken it to management i understand being a broadcaster having a microphone and a live feed and saying all right none of these meetings that i had worked wow i'll use 30 seconds here to say the thing that'll get out there and yeah that's and it worked yeah. yeah, that's something you know? I would do. And my phone is full of like my whole voice memo part is just like ghost recordings. Oh, oh sure. No. Yeah. Just if anybody <laughs> was worried, they're like, she's really supporting this. Uh, <laughs> any file space on my phone, it constantly shuts it down, says your storage is full. So that's not going to happen. Right. May I ask plus, a I, don't, I wouldn't do it. Sure, Steve. Yeah. And I don't mean to get too self-absorbed in this. But when I hear about like this Bitcoin situation getting muzzled, is there a chance that my non-fungible token news at some point gets the kibosh? Yes. But it, it, <laughs> it would just be rooted in disinterest, though, correct? Correct. Disinterest, no mass reason. confusion, no one gets it. Yep. What are we talking about? Exactly. Oh, all right, so saw that. Yeah, wow. Uh, this weekend, also... Saw the story about Nick Cannon. Oh, what's he hosting another show? No, Steve. Well, he's hosting another baby. Yeah, oh. <laughs> or his soon-to-be baby mama is hosting the baby. Didn't he just have twins? Yes. Thank you. The headline that I read like a week ago. And yes. in December, had a baby with another woman, Brittany, his ex-girlfriend. Oh, yeah, this is a third woman. Yes, another woman. Her name is Alyssa Scott, and they are a couple. I hope. And she posted a picture of Nick cradling her baby bump yesterday and with the heading celebrating you today. Wow, that's and a lot of kids. Release the name. Oh, uh, oh we have a name. Was Zen Cannon. And she is a model on Wild and Out. I thought he was with Abby De La Rosa, though, who just had I twins. I did too. So the timeline here is questionable. The morning show is a little hinky how all of this happened. Yeah. What about Mariah? Oh, she's way oh. back there. And they have, uh, what do they have? Two? They have the twins, right? Yeah. Moroccan and Monroe with Mariah Carey. So he will soon have seven kids with 
four different women. Wow. That's a lot of child support. Hmm. It's a lot of child support. It's a lot of remembering birthdays. A lot of of time that you're going to have to split between how do you do it and have a job. That's a really great question. I hope he's... He always seemed like he was kind of a hands-on dad with Mariah Carey's and his kids. And he's young. How old is he? That's time to have more children. Oh, my God, Dawn. Uh, I think... I bet he's like... Don't you think he's like 38 or something? You know, there's only one way to find out. Your money's on 38, Don. Sorry. Uh, already you're changing it. it? Oh, she oh. found it. I found it. Sorry. Donna. What? Sorry, What's the point of me being there? I didn't know we were playing a game. It's okay, We're always Donna. playing a game. I would have gotten it wrong. I would have said like 42. <sighs> he's very handsome, he's I have so to say. He's so nice. I've... You know, oh, and Children's oh, Miracle Network. Oh, no, okay, okay oh, there it sorry. is. When I did Children's Miracle oh, Network stuff. He just com- talked to the kids for hours. He didn't have to do that. He told kids where Mariah's room was Aww. to go and <laughs> knock on the door oh, and get funny. autographs. Very handsome. All right, easy, Don. All right, sorry okay. I blew up. Bye, Don. <laughs> Bye. We'll see you tomorrow. When we come back, we've got some music news. Jonas Brothers have a new song out. It's the new theme song for the Olympics. We'll get to that and some Taylor Swift news, too, just to irritate Steve. Come okay. up next.